When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome into the CHGO Blackhawks postgame podcast presented by PointsBet. Use promo code CHGO when you sign up to get two risk-free bets up to $2,000. I'm Jay Zawoski with Greg Boyson and Mario Tirabasi. The Hawks lose 4-1 to one in Minnesota. Preseason's almost over. There's almost. one more to go. <laughs> almost. Saturday at 2 p.m. And then the real hockey begins. Yeah. Woo. So I think, fellas, um, we're going to have to kind of find a way, and we're learning this earlier than maybe we expected, where it's not just doom and gloom every show because it's going to be a long season. Uh, I have a lot of confidence that my beard is going to remain uh, after seeing the preseason here. Um, It's just they're just not good. They don't have a lot of guys that can put the puck in the back of the net. No, the bet bet is if they they have – if they finish a better than record, no, no, it's no. gone. Yeah, no, that's no, what no. it was. No, you were betting was. that they weren't going to finish in the bottom three. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And if they, do, I don't want to shave my beard. Yeah, and if they do finish in the bottom, th- you're saying they're not going to finish in the bottom three. And if they do, the beard's gone. That's what the bet was. Oh yeah, my beard's screwed. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you're right. You're right. I might as well just do it now. Yeah, you might as well. Um, look, it was. If you've watched any of the preseason games. This was very much a similar story. A yeah. little more offense. The Hawks actually... <laughs> they did score. They scored. <laughs> they had the edge in scoring chances in the second and third periods. They were on the power play constantly uh, and weren't able to convert, of course. Um, it was a lot of the same in the first period, though, and that's kind of where I want to start is after the game in Milwaukee, everyone was talking about the Hawks' lack of willingness to put the puck on net and the one guy who kind of bristled at that was Max Domi. He was like, what do you mean? I'm not deferring to anybody. And you saw him do it over and over and over in this game. Um, things seemed to get better. I think Luke Richardson probably had a conversation in their intermission saying, guys, let's go. Mm-hmm. We put, when you have an opportunity to shoot, please shoot. And they especially seemed the to get that play. message. Yeah, especially on the power play. Like, yeah. we cannot have another instance where you get more power play minutes than you have shots in total, you know, even, you know, just not just on the power play, but in total in a game. Um, Yeah. A couple guys got the message. Um, You know, I I think it, now that we've gotten to the point of the preseason where the cuts have been made and most of the guys that we were excited to see in training camp and, you know, these young guys see how they play. Now they're all gone except for Colton Doc, yeah. but he's likely uh, flying out back west uh, in, in a matter of hours. Um, now they're all gone. Now it's just like, okay, now who are you excited for? Lucas Reichel? Nope. Send him down. So now it's like really going to be trying to find the, the, the good things to kind of pick, pick out from these games, uh, especially starting in the, into the regular season. But some of these some of these guys have to get, throw us a bone and give us something good to talk about. I mean, yeah, you know, 
the goal the goal for Jack Johnson uh was was good to see. Um, you know, it's it's it was a easy uh, you know, one of the cliches is like, hey, get get traffic in front of the net and shoot the puck and anything can happen. Well, it actually worked sometimes. You yeah. you get enough bodies in front of the net, take away the goalie's eyes. Uh, great shot by Johnson, by the way. You know, keeping it low and, and, and getting it through there. Um, but it's just it's just like these these simple things that are just gonna have to be simple victories uh for for, for the team and for us this season where you know you're gonna you're gonna have games like this where the offense is not there and it's just like, hey, you really have to for the especially for Luke Richardson trying to, you know, implement his system and and teach this team to do the right things. You really have to focus in on those one things that go right and say, mm-hmm. hey, let's duplicate this. Let's triplicate it and, and you know, build from there. Triplicate, is that a word? I don't know. I like it, though. It is yeah. now. Um, man, after the game in Milwaukee, you know, practice on Monday or Tuesday, whenever they were back on the ice, you know, Luke Richardson, we we showed him video of when they passed up the shots, and all we did on today in practice was working on shooting, shooting, shooting. And in the first period, no one wanted to shoot the damn puck. Yeah, they got outshot fifteen to four. It got better. They outshot them. Uh, they outshot the Wild twenty two to eight the rest of the game, including fifteen to three in the third period. It helps when they were on the power play for yeah. most of that third right. period. But still, it got better. But that first period was more of the same. And Luke Richardson. Should find Max Domi every time he, he passes <laughs> up a shot. It's gotten to that point. Yeah, he's refusing to shoot the puck, and he was the one after the game in Milwaukee. It was Ben Pope that brought up mm-hmm. the point? You and Andres Anthony see you seem to be deferring to Patrick Kane, and he was like, "I don't agree with that." Yeah, what do you mean? Watch the tape, dude. Yeah, look at your stats. Hey, Justin Fields says stats don't matter. Well, look at your shots on goal, Max. There aren't any. Yeah, it's- shoot the puck. They need him to be productive. Somebody's I mean, got to be taking the reins here. Somebody's got to step up. It can't be Patrick Kane all season. Yeah, Max Domi, 20 minutes and 22 seconds of ice time, one shot attempt, no shots on goal. Yeah, okay, but tell me how you're not deferring your shots there, buddy. That, that can't be. I mean, you can't have a guy who you're counting on to provide offense because, look, someone has to score on this team. Mm-hmm. There's going to be goals, allegedly, Someone's got to put them yeah. in the net, and Max Domi's one of those guys. And look, he signed here to bet on himself. One-year deal, bet on yourself, prove it, go out and show that he can be the guy. Dude, you're hurting yourself. And look, it's preseason, sure, but I don't think he's on the ice saying, well, if it wasn't preseason, I would shoot. Right. Right? You're, 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 it's a game. You're playing in a game. You're not thinking any differently during a preseason game. You've got to, you know... A, just put the damn puck on the net. There were so many opportunities to do so. And it's not just him. There was a moment, too, in the first where Philip Roos gets the puck, you know, kind of between, like, the face-off dot and the point, walks in, has an open look, and then just decides to pass it to behind Mackenzie Entwistle for some reason. It's I think part of it is the team had not scored in two games. And they're very, very – and it's, it's natural – for you to fall into that, like, we have to make a perfect play mm-hmm. to score a goal thing. But I hope, and maybe that's what happened in the intermission, that Luke Richardson said, enough is enough. Let's yeah. go. Shoot the damn puck. And the game sort of turned, at least, like, shooting-wise, after Jack Johnson's goal. 
it yeah. seemed to be kind of like the turning point in the game where they're like, all right, monkey off the back for the whole team, a puck went in the back of the net, let's just do our thing now. Yeah, it, it, it seems like the Blackhawks just kind of needed that, like, push to be like, okay, we finally ended this ridiculous, uh, you know, scoring drought for the preseason. Um, and, and it looked like, yeah, they, they, they started to jump into the game. So hopefully, you know, we're not, we're not talking about games where, you know, it takes stretches of three straight shutouts or whatnot to have, you know, have the offense have to start getting a kick in the pants yeah. to start shooting the puck because it's, it's just, this is a team that is not going to be very good. Like, it's we we all know Dr. We Notice is is in the house. All right. We know this. The team's gonna be bad. It's and and through the preseason, this has been uh, for for some people in the chat, for myself, I knew it was gonna be bad. Watching this game this team in the preseason, and I know this is not a full NHL lineup, even tonight was not a full NHL lineup. This team is bad. And it's just you don't want to get bad habits in the preseason and I don't really see a lot of like oh well yeah they're not as talented but hey they're 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 doing this well they're doing this well they they get this mm-hmm. I, I other than the fact that you know they're they're kind of they're still ha- they still have that compete level like deferring some of these guys are 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 destined for the AHL like take your literally shoot your shot this is your time this is your last time to be on this nhl team make an impact don't turn over the puck five inches from the goal post one guy in white had that mindset in this game and it was colton doc yeah who said this is my one preseason game f it i'm going to make an impression on this coaching staff and on this team and he was the best blackhawk by a lot Mm -hmm. in this game and i don't know if that's a good thing but as we've talked about the prospects since we started last March, Colton Doc is not a name we've talked about a lot in terms of, like, what do we expect from him? I think part of it is, like, subconsciously we're like, well, he's Kirby's brother, and Kirby hasn't been great, and he was picked later than Kirby, so he can't – there's no possible way he'd be great. He's to, you not know what I mean? the same player as Kirby They're Doc. absolutely not, not the same player. Night and day. Yeah. If it wasn't for the name on the back, you would not know they're related at all. No. They don't look alike. They don't play the same way. <laughs> they're just they're c- complete opposites. Yeah. And I mean, he was Troy Murray was gushing over it, saying he's been awesome. He's winning board battles. He's aggressive on the power play. If Troy Murray was GM. He'd be in top line opening night. <laughs> Fourteen minutes for Doc, five shots on goal, all on goal, three hits and a takeaway. Yeah, and he and he drew drew a penalty. Yep. Yeah, so under, I mean, it, got it's, under Matthew Dumba's skin, and and you know, yeah, took a got him to take a penalty while the Hawks were on a power play. Yeah, so set it up gave, a little so bit it of gave a him five a, on you know a, a few seconds of five on three, but yeah, Colton Doc, not Kirby. No, I, <laughs> there's no confirmed. doubt about that. <laughs> I remember when when he was drafted, the scouting report was kind of like similar to his brother but way more of a shoot first guy than his brother is a pass first guy and it's that's very clear yeah very they, clear they keep talking about him and I, everyone keeps saying oh he's really confident he's really confident maybe he's cocky that might be a good thing Again, kirby yeah, was not kirby not Cur- <laughs> kirby was the opposite of that and kirby look, had the confidence drained out of him yeah and like don't get me wrong i i still think kirby doc is a really good kid like good person you know i hope he succeeds in montreal as much as we're going to hear about it if he does. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
I hope the best for him. But, man, you saw, especially last year, a guy that was just in his head, and Colton does not have that. He And yeah. I've never – even when Kirby was playing well, you never saw him assert himself like Colton did. And maybe it is. Like, this is my one chance to make an impression before yeah. I go back to the out west. Okay, maybe. Impression made. Yeah. And there's people on Twitter saying, like, maybe he should get the nine games to start the season with some spots open. I don't know. It doesn't seem like really what their Could plan it, is yeah. based on what they've done roster-wise so far. Yeah, you can't be super patient with Lucas Reichel and then say, hey, 19-year-old Colton Dot, go play for us. Yeah, it does, I agree with you. It's counter. It's yeah. say one thing, do something different. Yeah, it screws up the messaging um, for sure. Yeah, and Mario, as you mentioned earlier, it's a good point. We talked about this while we were uh, watching the game on our very comfortable couches here at the studio. It's nice to be back on those. I haven't sat over there in a while. Yeah. I uh, haven't had a reason to, but... Um, <laughs> If you're going to watch bad hockey, at least do it in comfort, right? Oh, yeah. But we were talking about, yes, it's preseason, and, and <laughs> these games don't count for anything, but there's reason to be concerned because you can develop awful habits during preseason that carry over into the regular season. We talked about the deferring of shots. Somebody else that is, you know, preseason concerning me is Jonathan Taves. Has yeah. he checked? I mean, I'm not going to accuse the guy of checking out already, but it doesn't look great right now and maybe he's on hey i'm a 16 year old vet i'm gonna cruise control through the press i can you know that proverbial switch we used to always hear about yeah. i don't think uh, he has that switch anymore that switch hasn't been flipped since no 2016. It, yeah that thing is stuck in the off position yeah. and i'm concerned about that because if he's he's not engaging in in one-on-one -on -one battles uh he had the turnover that led to the last goal and and just kind of just like eh Skates by the play, you know, doesn't stop mm -hmm. where he's supposed to. It's concerning. Yes, this game doesn't count in the standings, but if that play carries over into the regular season, then that's one of your your that's the guy that's supposed to be setting the example. Right. So I'm hoping it's just yeah. hey, it's preseason. I don't have to care about these games, which I don't care about. Like if that's the mindset, fine. I I, I but you know it, it's it's concerning for him. I don't know after having such a down year last year. If that's his attitude, that all of a sudden, like, I'm Jonathan F. and Taze, and I'm just going to show up and be good when the regular season starts, based on what? Yeah. Like, yeah, you got a little bit better at the end of last year, but you missed the year before that. You went, what, 25 games without a goal last season. You haven't been the same guy in at least three years. So you're just going to assume, and, like, well, I don't think that's what it is. I am very afraid that Jonathan Taze is just what he's showing, and – that's really bad news for the Hawks because he's going to be unhappy and he's going to be untradeable. Yeah. And that is a really bad toxic combination for this team. Fortunately, and maybe that's kind of the mindset too is, God, we don't want any of these kids that matter around what could be a toxic clubhouse for a while. Yeah. I mean, that's that's a valid concern. I mean, we, we saw the attitude... Um, I don't want to say outbursts, but the, the different attitudes of, of Tay's last season when it became clear that the team was not going to be contending for a playoff position and it and it became clear that they were going to start selling off, you know, pieces that were, were valuable to the team. Um we've been told from, you know, what what he has has said and what we've heard from Kyle Davidson and, and Luke Richardson and the discussions that they've had with the veterans and the, the the leadership group that you know they're all coming in with with the right attitudes and um, you know giving the, with 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 Taze and Kane 
giving the season a, a shot to start and, and seeing what, uh, what what things are like. I, I, I mean, are, would we be surprised if one or both of them already sees some writing on the walls of like, hey, this year is going to be the worst year of my career if I stick around here all 82 games and already questioning that not even just in this in this coming into this season through the off season being like okay what is it what is a rebuild going to look like what's it going to feel like who you know okay who's going to be the coach who's mm-hmm. how does Luca Richardson operate all these things now they've had a few weeks to kind of see that out now they are looking around the locker room and they're looking at you know no offense but they're looking at Buddy Robinson and they're you know they're looking at you, you know offend someone smaller yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't plan on going to many Rockford games this year, so that's Greg's deal. But um, I'll, you know, I'll see him in Rosemont. Yeah. So, so they're they're looking around the locker room, and it's not the locker room that they've been used to, and it's and it's not players that if if I was a Jonathan Taser or Patrick Kane, looking at my teammates and thinking, okay, who's going to be here? Who's going to help me? Who you know? I would I would look around and be like. In the back of my mind, ooh, this might it might just be me out here, you know, especially for Patrick Kane. And I don't know how much that might creep in, but if 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 body language and, and effort and everything, even just in the preseason, if is if that's any indication, I mean, it could be creeping in already. It's concerning, as I said. A couple of things I just want to clear up in the chat before we move along. Yeah. Uh, a couple questions about Colton Doc. Wendy Cedar Hockey uh, asked, wasn't he um, Colton Doc called up to Rockford for the playoffs? Uh, yes, he was. Him and Nolan Allen both ATO. Were, had eight ATO amateur tryout contracts. They never got in any games. They were just kind of practicing. I could totally see that happening again this year. In fact, would be surprised if it doesn't. Both of those guys, and maybe they actually get to play uh, in, in the playoffs this year. Um, so I could see that happening. And the next, uh, was it somebody else asked if he was too young for the AHL? He is yep. too young for the AHL. He's only 19. Mm-hmm. Got to be 20 to play in the AHL unless you're from be Europe. 20 at a certain Yeah, you got to be 20 date. before, I think, December 1st or something, something like that. Like that yeah. um, so he's too young. So he has to go back to juniors or the NHL. AHL is not an option for him until... He's 20, he'll which go, he will be at the end of the year. He'll so. go back to juniors, and, you know, the, the, the plan that we're seeing with, uh, with Kyle Davidson and, and hand, handling these prospects is, uh, you know, keeping them in the oven. Let them, let them cook more. We don't need, you know, medium rares as much as that's the preferable meat temperature. Sure, yes, we don't is. need medium rares. The Blackhawks are looking at some – they want some well-done steaks, some tough, gritty steaks that you got to <laughs> really cut through. Uh, to 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 get them, uh, you know, to get the most out of them. So, I think you know, Doc will, will head head back to juniors. He led the he led Kelowna in, in scoring last season. Um, no indication that he might not or that he won't be able to do that again this season. Um, we're looking at Blackhawks prospects that potentially could be playing for Team USA and Team Canada, um, and, and you know the other European countries as well. Uh, at the World Juniors, and that's going to be very exciting to to see 
which of these young guys go through. I think Colton Dock is in the mix. Nolan Allen's in the mix. Ethan Del Mastro's in the mix. He's already won a gold yep. medal for with yep. with World Juniors. Frank Nazar will be playing. Frank this year. Nazar with the, with Team USA. He'll be there. So yeah, I mean, it's there's a lot of good young young guys to look at and pay attention to, and it really feels like, uh, you know, we we said it all summer. Like yeah, the 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 guys that are going to be important this year are going to be the guys that end up being in Rockford, the guys yeah. that end up in, being in juniors, and that's the case. Uh, that's that's as as much as we said it. It is it is true because watching these preseason games, ah, man, I, we're we're gonna try our damnedest to yeah. give you guys reasons to to keep tuning in, um, but it's gonna be tough. Yeah, well, that seems like a good time to remind everybody if you're not a member at All CHGO already, you should become one because Mario and I have uh, started our weekly feature, the Rebuild Report. <laughs> where we've split up the the Blackhawk prospect pool. Mario is keeping tabs on all of the junior players in North America and college players here in the States, while I'm keeping tabs on the guys who are already playing professionally, AHL, ECHL, and over in Europe. And every week we're going to just keep you up to tabs on who's doing what. And uh, we just had our new one out come today. I think Thursdays is generally. Yeah, we're going to shoot for Thursdays. It, it may change as th- things go on, but... Listen, our written coverage this year, the written content is going to be prospect heavy for the next couple of years. We'll talk about the what's going on at the United Center here on the post game shows, but it's the written content where we're going to deep dive into the prospects and keep you up to date. So that's where you want to be, allchjoe.com. No doubt. In a second, we're going to tell you about uh, points bet, but you know, I don't want to overreact to one preseason game, but if we can suddenly start projecting Colton Dock as like a top six kind of a guy maybe that probably you're probably in a better position than you you thought you were remember he scored on the first shift at the tom culver's prospect tournament Mm -hmm. um then got concussed and hasn't played since and then again was the best hawk on the ice tonight Mm -hmm. Uh, so if that's another guy you can put i don't want to say in the reichel tier but 1b in terms of your prospects well he was paired with reichel all through that showcase yeah so, I mean, I, I think, you know, as far as prospects go, they're looking to maybe work those two together. Yeah, he went from being who some people considered a PR move right, to now a legit NHL prospect. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if he turns out to be better than Kirby, then that's a big win. Ooh, definitely. It's, it's huge. It's a low bar. Speaking but, of yeah. big wins, mm-hmm. it's football season. Points is. Bet is bringing you a better way to bet live on games, which means before this ad is over, you can turn on that crap-ass football game that's happening <laughs> and place a live same-game parlay. Bet on the next drive to be not a touchdown and cash out on your live second-half under bet. With Points Bet, you have access to more live football markets than ever before. Build the perfect live same-game parlay by combining your favorite bets anytime during the game. That includes spreads, totals, player props, and more. Choose the outcome of the next drive and next points with points bet lightning bets. So whatever you, whether you're on the move or on the couch, do it live on points bet. Download the points bet app today. Use the code CHGO to get your first two bets risk-free up to $2,000. And if you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER for crisis counseling and referral services. And if you're taking in this football game uh, on the side of the CHGO Blackhawks podcast, after watching that Blackhawks and Wild game, uh, one thing that I think will help you uh, with your gut health uh, after watching all of that uh, <laughs> is some some AG1. 
the uh, the formula from Athletic Greens that is designed to improve your gut health, optimize your immune system, and give you more natural energy. In just one scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole foods, source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens that help you start or finish your day right. If you have different dietary restrictions for whatever reason, if it's gluten-free, dairy-free, or you eat keto or vegan, uh, with AG1, you're good to go. You can incorporate it into your diet and into your life, no matter how busy you might be. And right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you got to do is go to athleticgreens.com slash CHGO Blackhawks. That's athleticgreens.com slash CHGO Blackhawks to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Yes. Uh, Skokes, I did say Tom Culver's. I do it on purpose every time. Mm. It is a way to subliminally promote my other podcast. Did you see they're bringing back the Curter Burger? I did see that. First reported on mm. the I'm Fat Podcast. I literally heard you squeal all the way up in Harvard Heights. When <laughs> yeah. have, like, we, on the I'm Fat Podcast, we have a Culver's Insider. Honestly, and he, oh, we have man. a Culver source. Is it Tom Culver? He works in, the, he works in like Culver's management, and he always gives us a heads up on stuff like that. That's good. so like two weeks before a press release is out, we get it and we get to share it on the podcast. Oh, Who nice. are you more proud of? Your that one, Culver's. No, that one. Your Black sure. The Culver's <laughs> Insider for sure. Wait, I gotta ask, what is a Curder Burger? Curder Burger. It is a. Uh, there is a cheese curd patty on top, like of a burger shaped cheese curd on top of the burger. Yeah, yeah. it is. I'm watching. <laughs> Oh, it's great. Stuff. It's so good, good stuff. Oh, yeah. I, I, I think Steven's aroused. He, he, definitely, <laughs> he definitely had a look on his face like, oh, my Was God. Is he smiling like, and biting my fist there? Is that what that I think is? it's, yeah. uh, I got I to gotta look up the date again, but it's, it'll be for, so the last time it was like for one day, this, they're going to have enough to have uh, stores for two weeks worth. Oh, that's at a every lot store, of cheese. Allegedly. So. They're good. Hopefully they last hey, longer Culver's, than the adult Happy Meals. At Culver's does not do a lot wrong. No, like no. you go there, it's the same experience every time. The you know everything's right. They very rarely make a mistake. So this is going to be. I've had one before. I had it when it mm -hmm. came out last time, and it was wonderful, just as you'd imagine. Oh yeah, um, it was so yeah, it's great. But yeah, Culver's like Insider the, is I like a the great root beer thing. from Culver's too. They have diet root beer, which I enjoy too. Because oh, nice. when I'm having a quarter burger, I need a diet yeah, root beer. Yeah, it offsets. You, you got to watch your figure. Gotta you cancel know? out that giant <laughs> cheese curd with some diet root beer. Right, exactly. Uh, <laughs> by the way, no that. roids, just rage, doing my job for me, letting people know. Hit that like button, Smash please it. do. Appreciate uh, so many people being in here with us tonight after yeah. a uh, late night, not late night, but a, a kind of bummer of a preseason game. Spectacular preseason game. I can't game. believe I drove two hours in traffic to watch this. Yeah, that was. <laughs> hey, but on the plus side, your food actually got here. Yes. Yeah. Shout out to. And uh, the was correct. So maybe new hockey season means the curse yes. of the food delivery has that been would lifted. Be, that'd be great. Yeah. If, if, if I have to endure this season i would at least like we you have, know my we food deliveries should be on point we have to watch a potentially historically bad team but at least our food will show up that'd be great that's, that's a fair trade yeah they're, they they started finding us that's great um should we get to our uh four stars sure let's do we that we should probably do that here we had the whole roster to choose from yes yes we sure do the actual no three, stars, three stars uh number three philip gustafson uh number two is uh sam Steele. sam right 
Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't know why it sounded Steel. wrong coming out of my mouth. I don't Sam know why. Steel. Sam Steele and yeah. uh, Marco Rossi, the number one star, all for the uh, Sam of Steel. All for the um, Sam Steele, who has the most porn star like name in all of hockey. That is right. Yeah. Well, him and typo negative lead singer Peter Steele. Right. R.I.P. Good one. <laughs> Sky Point. Uh, yeah. Um, all right. So I'm going to go. Uh, if you've listened so far, you probably know I'm going with Colton Doc. Uh, really impressed with him in this one. Uh, just we've talked about it a lot, but just showing confidence with the puck, willingness to shoot, uh, an ability and a willingness to to fight and win along the boards. Really impressed with his game. And uh, I, I honestly, like for 20 minutes of ice time or whatever he had maybe 14 minutes of ice time, 14. he has sort of turned me into a Colton Doc believer uh, in terms of his long-term development. So, yes. loved it. Loved his game. And when you hear Troy Murray going out of his way to sing the praises too, you know you're on the right track. So, yeah, awesome game for Colton Doc. So, he gets my four-star. Greg? Right on. I'm going to go with uh, another one of these young players trying to make the roster in Alex Regula. Uh, Alec. Alex, sorry, I always screw it up. You gotta get another <laughs> jar. It's, 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 it's I, I always call him Alec, and I always call Vlasic Alex. Yeah, you got it. All right. Yeah, See, I'm, I'm never gonna get it. <laughs> they can only only one of them can make the team. So my vote is for <laughs> yeah, Alec only one. Regula. So Pick I don't one. screw it up. Anyway, number seventy-five. He had a nice kid game tonight. Uh, he was aggressive from the blue line. He had four shots on goal, which is tied for second on the team. Him and Jack Johnson both had four shots on goal. That's um, the defense getting involved. Yeah, when Jack Johnson is one of your leading shot producers and your yeah. leading scorer, that might be a problem. <laughs> yeah, that too. Uh, but hey, that helps us get closer to Connor Bedard. But uh, Regula, real, real nice game. Four shots on goal. Played over nineteen minutes. Nineteen twenty-seven. Uh, had one hit according to the scores, but he was aggressive out there. He was noticeable. He's a guy that's, you know. It, he might be on this team opening night, maybe, maybe not. Um, it's pretty much down to like him and and, and Roos in that final spot. And Roos has been outside of that uh, play where he passed up the shot. He's yeah. been fine. fine. Like he's yep. not. He's. I don't get itchy when Philip Roos has the puck or is on the ice as I have with other defensemen in the past. So, uh, yeah, Regula, nice game. Good to see it. He's playing with confidence, and that's what you want out of the young players. Yeah, yeah. That's I I I would put a shiny nickel on Alec Argula being the final defenseman in the lineup and Philip Bruce heading to Rockford. I'll say that right now. Uh my pick tonight was uh was the goal scorer, Mr. Jack Johnson. Uh banana pancakes for everybody. Um you know, just just good to see that he is uh he's he's coming into this into this roster, into the lineup. Um he, he knows the role he's going to play. He's going to be a veteran leader voice in a locker room that is young, uh, uh, young-ish, kind of inexperienced-ish, trying to find out their, you know, trying to find out their their identities for a lot of these players. He's not going to be here for a long time. He, he might see the end of the season. Um, but I think, you know, he, he's coming in knowing what his role is going to be. Um, and so far through the preseason and, and through training camp, he seems like he's enjoying his time here. And I think that that's, that's pretty much as, as much as you can ask of someone in his position, especially going from winning the Stanley Cup to being on a roster that to will very much be at Cup. the bottom of the standings. <laughs> um, so, yeah, 
Jack Johnson is my fourth star of the night. And uh, we'll see how many times that happens in the regular season. Got a comment from Michael saying, it's a tough watch. The new play-by-play guy puts me to sleep. And Lebowski follows up with, yes, I miss Pat Foley already. Pat Foley calling this team? Yeah, not you. You want to talk about checked out? Yeah. He would be, here's the draw. Passes it. Passes it. Especially without Edzo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, no, it'd, be, it'd be miserable. No. Give Vossers are going to get at least give you some energy and some enthusiasm. Yeah. Give, give him a little time, get used to it. It's a different type of call, but yeah. he'll be fine. I think he's doing a real good job, and I think, uh, I think the broadcast with him and Sharp are going to be a lot of fun because they 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 got got some chemistry yeah. going already, mm-hmm. and they basically is just breaking Kobe's balls, you know, about his attire. <laughs> but they're having some fun. That's how you I'm, endear yourself to the Hawks fans, well, I guess. Apparently, I mean, I, <laughs> yeah. I like I like Kobe. Got to sideswipe Kobe for some you know, reason. Yeah, I mean, that's how you get on the Hawks fans' good side. But weird. Yeah. Um, I think those broadcasts, not that, and I love Troy Murray. Troy's my guy, but. I think the Sharp Vosters broadcast will be fun as the season goes along, and they're going to enjoy themselves because otherwise they're just going to be miserable human beings. So they'll if they're yeah, trying yeah. to have some fun. Yeah. And Michael had a comment earlier. Our, our positive ray of sh- sunshine, uh, Michael, <laughs> is um, about Derek King. Is he coaching this offense? Keep him off the offense. It doesn't matter who's coaching this yeah, offense. Scotty right Bowman now. could coach this offense. Mario Lemieux, Wayne Gretzky, whoever you want, <laughs> Gordy Howe's ghost. It doesn't matter who's coaching these guys. They're bad at offense. By the way, Derek Plant does the the power play. <laughs> Kevin Dean does defense, and uh, Richardson and King co-manage the five-on-five, five, which means Richardson does it, and King helps him with what he right. needs help with. You, right, can, yeah. you can game plan all you want, but when a guy gets it six feet in front of the net and then decides to pass, that's not game planning. Yeah, that's, that's not that's Derek King. Poor execution. Yeah. That's not the coaching. And lack of that's talent. That's bad execution. And a couple, I just want to give a couple shout-outs. Honorable mentions to our four-star. Andres Anthony CU. Yeah. We criticized him heavily because he was Good one of those today. guys guilty of not of passing and not shooting. Tied with Colton Dock for the most shots on goal five. Looked really good out there tonight. Um, and then Alex Stalock was really yeah. good in that first period. You yeah. can't really pin much of those goals on. That first goal was he got, he got hung out. Buddy Robinson forgetting the puck right next to the net. Bad mistake. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then that next shift right off the draw, they were just like, eh, we're just going to stand here yeah. and let you skate. <laughs> and then that third apart. goal was, was uh, Alex Vlasic making a uh, rookie mistake and, and going off to the change and the long change. And yeah. then there's Matt Zuccarello well, yeah, up the middle. And he ain't, gonna, he ain't going to miss that shot. Vlasic screwed himself on that shift, too, because they had a chance to clear and whiffed. And then they got pinned for, like, another 90 seconds. Yeah. So he saw a chance to get off and just... He took it took and it, it cost and it him. And, the, the, hey, those are what Luke Richardson loves to say in his post-practice press conferences, teaching moments. I guarantee yeah. you he's going to see that shift in video tomorrow, and mm-hmm. hey, don't do that. Uh, speaking <laughs> of uh, your, of Alec Regula, we caught up with him after practice on Wednesday? Yeah, Wednesday. That would have been yesterday? Two days ago. Was it yesterday or two days ago? Yesterday. It was yesterday. It was yesterday. It was yesterday. It feels like a lifetime ago. Yeah, oh my yeah. God. I can't keep... Uh, I asked him a bad question because I gave him an <laughs> e- I gave him an either or question. I said, "Have the Hawks communicated with you whether or not you're going to make the team, or are you just going to do the best you can?" And here's what Alec Regula had to say uh, at Fifth Third Arena to my horribly phrased, awful, awful. Uh, you, you can't do that. You cannot do the either or question. That is 
piss poor. We're doing some film study and with uh, preseason with for Jay us. Here. I feel shame. <laughs> I feel shame. But here, here's what he had to say. It's our rookie season too. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just doing the best I can to see what happens. They haven't really been communicating much, like, in that regard. Um, obviously, there's some guys that are out right now, um, and their timelines are a little bit, you know, unclear. They're a little kind of day-to-day, week-to-week kind of thing. So, um, yeah, I'm just not focusing on what I can focus on, just kind of play my best and uh, just get better every day and just see uh, see where that takes me. So, that's all I'm focusing on right now. Well, you saw with some of the moves yesterday, you know, Reichel going down, some of the other guys going down, that they're really prioritizing Rockford winning, you know, and I, and I wonder how that, the fact that you're still here and they're not, does that give you any sort of confidence or any sort of, I don't know, does it like inform how you're feeling about your chances? Um, I mean, yeah, we're getting down to it here in the last couple of games, but um, yeah, like you said, I know they want Rockford to be a strong team this year, but uh, I mean, I think some of the, I'm in a different situation than some of those other guys, um, you know, like Reichel, he's a couple years younger than me. So um, I think, you know, I played a full year last year. I was there the year before. So um, I think I'm kind of at a different point in my career where maybe it's uh, time to see what I can do at this level. So um, hopefully that's what they're thinking and that's kind of how I feel. Have you noticed any progression or, or what progressions in your own personal game since the end of last season to now? Yeah, I mean, I feel like I've gotten, I feel like I'm in better shape physically um, this year. Uh, a little bit stronger, but um, it's hard to say, you know, a couple games, just a couple games in, but uh, I feel better overall, but I think I'll have a better idea of that as the year goes on here, because, you know, we're just getting into it. I'm just kind of, even the first couple games, I felt like it was just kind of knocking some cobwebs off and um, just getting back into it. So I think as we go, we'll see, but I feel better overall. Alec Regula after Wednesday's practice and uh, any sort of indication on where he stood uh, with the roster didn't help today with the defensive pairings. Alex Vlasic, who has been with Seth Jones basically since he was called up last year, was suddenly paired with Philip Roos <laughs> on the third pair, and Alec Regula was paired with uh, Riley Stillman. So it's hard to kind of determine like and handicap this whole thing. I think you're right. I think Regula, he's an older older he's 22 he's not 19 (laughs) he's an older prospect with some ahl experience i think he's been better than roos and i think at some point like yes you want to protect your prospects and yes you want to make rockford good but you can't i also think you have to reward guys that have done the work and gotten better and outplayed their competition you can't just say like well you're a few months younger so you're going down that's not fair that's not fair and and i think there could be a bit of a eye roll effect from some of the players like come on like i know we're rebuilding mm-hmm. i know rockford's important but i've i earned this job and didn't get it right that can be frustrating yeah and i well the other thing too is you know there's a little bit of a monetary uh, uh what's the word i'm looking for different influence yeah diff- yeah a difference <laughs> there's you know there there's a, a monetary factor to it as well trying to uh wanting to stay in the nhl rather than playing in rockford um, yeah, I, I think between those two, you're kind of splitting hairs. I don't think sending either of them down impacts Rockford in a negative way. I think you're still going to be getting a pretty quality young player. Um, and I and I think in Chicago, you're, you're obviously dealing with some injuries on the blue line. Um, and, and either player you're going to throw into the lineup, you would imagine. Mm-hmm. So I think between the two of them, you're kind of splitting hairs. I would rather go with a little bit more of the known commodity in Regula since he played 
in in the NHL last season. Um, you know, he 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 did have a, a pretty successful AHL season as well. Um, Roos, I mean, as 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 decent uh, as he has looked so far through the preseason and training camp, that's really all he has in North America. So I would probably lean towards okay, well, like let's now give him some time in the AHL yeah. and. Let him kind of get more, a little bit more used yeah, to the the smaller ice, the speed of the game, um, the physicality of it. Yeah, yeah. Like, and get more, get used to it there before throwing him into the well, NHL. He's looked decent, but he also hasn't really stood out. Right. I yeah. think there have been moments where Regula has stood out. I think tonight, especially, he just played really well mm-hmm. and showed, you know, all the elements you're looking for. Uh, he's physical. He's big. He can shoot. He's got some offensive upside. I don't know. I, I just think it makes all the sense in the role for him to make the team, which means he'll probably start in Rockford. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah, it's it's just hard to predict. But yeah, it's it's uh, a chuckle muckle actually asked a good question. Are the Hawks going to take a run at Sonny Milano? We were actually talking about this uh, during the intermission, and we can't really figure out why he's not getting mm-hmm. a contract from anybody. Yeah, I mean, he's what twenty six. He had a, a pretty decent season last year. Um, I, I don't understand why he's not on an NHL deal. I've, I I figure he's he's an effective enough player to play in the NHL. Um, and I know we were kind of joking, but maybe he's just a real pud and no one wants him on the team. I don't know. Um, but yeah, that would that be someone for the Blackhawks to take a run at? Maybe. I I mean, if you're looking for someone to. One, Sonny Milano is not going to ruin the tank. Nope. That's not a, that's not an issue. And if you're looking for someone who's kind of in that middle ground where they're not young, he's been around the league enough to know, to be considered a veteran, I would say. Um, and, you know, if you if you buy low, you might be able to get a big, you know, a big return out of it. Um, but it's not a big risk at this point. You can get them for... You know, a really cheap deal. Yeah, 34 points in 66 games with the Ducks last year. Yeah. Um, I mean, why not? I just... But I think, it, uh, yeah, why not? But at this point, I, you kind of know who, for most NHL teams, you know who your NHL roster is. So, yeah. I don't know. It's it's interesting that, that he is not on a uh, not on a team. It just feels like contract. one of those guys who you could take a flyer on, get for a very low salary, and if he... Has another season like last? Yeah, flippable. Get him for sure, league yeah. minimum. One year deal, league minimum. Trade him at the deadline. Get, just get him all, for a third round pick later. Yeah, 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 it's like Jack Johnson. Like basically, what you're doing is paying 950k for a draft pick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fine. It's just money, right? Like right. Yeah. I, there, I I don't know. And another thing, Troy Murray was saying, sort of when he was talking about Colton Doc, is if there's a couple roster spots open here for forwards, and no one's really stepped up and taken it. No. There's guys you're just going to default it to because they're here, but which forward is like taking the reins and and captured a job? No one. Nobody. I think Kershev has been pretty good. I think he has yeah. solidified his spot for sure. But you know Taylor Radish is fine. Kachuk looked good in the one game and then he got hurt. There's just not a lot of. Yeah. You know, Who would you rather have, Buddy Robinson or or Sonny Milano? Sonny Milano. Probably Sonny all Milano. day. I mean, it's kind of curious what the Ducks did this. Off season where they let Milano go for nothing, they let Sam Steele, who scored tonight, mm-hmm. who's been tearing it up for Minnesota. He's got five points in four preseason games. He's going to make that roster. Kind of strange how like yeah. they didn't yeah. sign either one of those two guys, especially Steele. He was a draft pick of theirs. You know, they they kind of were like, eh. could we have a, a dual Pudwack situation? Um, you know what? I don't know. I probably I don't know. 
Rumors of Pudwackdom. We gotta start like a Pudwack report, you know, <laughs> and just check in with people from out of town. Like, hey, uh, yeah, off the record, Pudwack. <laughs> oh yeah, Pudwack. <laughs> We've confirmed. I don't know if I'm comfortable <laughs> using the term whack with a guy whose last name is Steel. You know, it's a little, Pudwack. little weird. Yeah. Pudwack. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, but. Milano it was Calgary, Un, right? Unsteel. Yeah, uh, that was that's a tough roster to make. Oh yes, yes, that's a yeah, tough of roster. To yeah, make. That, that's a lot of veteran guys making lots of money mm-hmm. with Stanley Cup aspirations. So, well, yeah, like release the Flames releasing him from his PTO is them saying, "We don't have a spot for you. We're not going to send you down." Right. Right. So why don't you go find a spot somewhere mm-hmm. else? I bet you he lines up somewhere. I'm sure. I, I'm sure. Everybody in Toronto thinks once, he'll be a superstar with the Maple Leafs. <laughs> once the season starts, um, I think you know that's when you'll see some some roster flexibility uh, open up a few games into the season because everyone you know everyone's got to be cap compliant and all this stuff yeah. and LTIR kicks in and all the yeah. all the circumventions and stuff. But yeah, once once we get a few games into the season, um, you know you you don't hope for it but you know it's going to happen there's going to be an injury to someone and they'll be like oh well Sonny Milano's a free agent well let's let's get him you know I think that'll end up being the case but yeah I mean again to the original question I would have no issues with them being like all right sure we'll we'll give him a shot remember Brent Sopel was on a PTO at the Red Wings before the Hawks signed him and the rest is history my friends it's true primary assist on the uh That's right game five OT winner for Marion Host. And then he cross-checked Martin Erat for no reason five seconds after the goal. Hey, I love that, that too. That's Why my not? favorite part of that whole. That's my second favorite part Why of that not? whole scenario. Of course, the host of goal being. The, that's pretty good part. too. Yeah. But that's yeah. pretty good too. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, I, I don't know. It's just, I, I'm really curious to see because it feels like Saturday is going to be full dress rehearsal. So With I think Luke tomorrow. Luke's been telling us. Yeah. yeah we're going to get some news said. tomorrow on who's going down. I'm just fascinated by, if, boy, here's how far we've fallen. I'm really fascinated between the Alec Regula and Philip Roos contest. <laughs> Why? I don't know. <laughs> it, just, it is currently the most intriguing storyline of preseason. And um, I, I, I don't know. I hope, I hope you're right, Mario, that Regula makes it. Because I, I do think he's earned it. I think if you watch these games, he has been, I think Vlasic is clearly, he's penciled in. It felt that way yeah, kind of from the, the beginning. If, if Vlasic is sent to Rockford, I would... That'd be a shock. I would be shocked. Yeah. Yeah. Very shocked. Um, but Regula has been the better of the two. Yeah. So, I, I, I don't know. I hope he makes he, it. I hope he does. And it'll be interesting to see. Um, the indications is Caleb Jones will probably be ready for opening night. And Murphy um, is in non-contact, but they seem to be alluding to the fact that be, he'll be ready. Yeah. And so, you know, it'll be interesting if, if Regula makes the team and... Hey, if he plays like he played tonight and he plays well, what do you do when McCabe comes back? You mm-hmm. know, yeah. Do you, if Lassick has a couple games like he had tonight where he fought it a little bit, maybe that was a product of being taken away from his security blanket and Seth Jones. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll see what happens. Interesting. Maybe do you do you s- start making phone calls? Hey, could you? What do you think about Riley Stillman? You know, is he a guy that gets traded early in the season? Maybe lots of things signed cheap for another year after this one. Yeah, I mean, and that, not signed by Kyle Davidson. Just saying. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, it, he was it, not Davidson. And Jones is a guy he extended. Um, you know, mainly out, probably mostly just out of necessity, more than like I have to have this guy. Well, yeah. I, like, I, hey, come back for another year. Well, that was fun. Let's do that again. 
in the time that Davidson had taken over, Caleb Jones had a better yeah showing. Yeah, so I I mean it's gonna be interesting to see how that plays out. Uh, I'm rooting for, I'm rooting for uh, Alec Regula. I like him, good kid. Um, you know he's got some upside. So it's gonna be those are the things that that are gonna keep us intrigued this year. Is how the roster shakes out throughout the course of the year. Do we have guys from Rockford that get called up? Do when we have an injury, who's the guy that gets called up? Do they take the best guy available, or do they take you know the guy with the most NHL experience? It's going to be weird things like that because you know we're you know we're going to deal with that a lot. Hockey is a very physical sport. Newsflash. So uh, what? <laughs> so yeah, yeah it's yeah. going to be interesting to see how this this shakes out. Hey, nine nine. That's a that's an awful football game it's going, going on overtime. Right Yay! It's, people are leaving. It is overtime. Yeah. About I don't know if this is breaking like, any rules, but it is nine to nine. This I'm out of here. The Broncos Man. faithful are heading to the exits. <laughs> that Russell Wilson thing is nine just to nine bad. going to overtime. Uh, <laughs> I don't boy. think I've ever seen that before. That's horrible. They're exiting like they like they've lost. You know the other thing to keep an <laughs> eye on, though, Greg, to your point about Rockford, is what's the approach going to be if guys start performing, and like like you kind of can't deny anymore that they belong in the NHL. I think the main threat for that is obviously Reichel. Yeah. If Reichel has you know twelve points in five games, how do you look at your team and say like, well, we don't feel like he's ready yet. Keep him around. Like it's, yeah. Uh, at some point, you had to at least pretend to be trying yeah i mean i think that was the reason and we mentioned it in our audio only podcast yesterday that was recorded finished in your car yes it um, was <laughs> i think that was part of the reasoning why reichel was in group b all preseason and on a line with like dylan secure and yeah we don't NHL want you to be guys. too good They're like hey uh yeah we don't want you to make us look stupid and you know we want you to go in rockford so we're going to kind of like not give you the tools to succeed right now. So, um, yeah, I mean, if he if he blows up those first few games, it's going to be hard to say, you know. W- but, again, who knows? Things can work their way out. Like he could blow up early, and then someone goes down with an injury, and there's your, you know, easy solution. So we'll definitely be tracking the Reichel story. Everybody's going to want to know what he's doing down in Rockford, and we'll definitely be keeping you up to date. But, uh yeah, Tuesday or Wednesday. Uh, it starts for real. Yeah. So then we real can stop stuff. having overreactions and our gripes can be for real. Yeah, real reactions, real overreactions. We're going to be in Denver. That's right. For that opening night game. It's going to be a lot of fun. And uh, don't have the details yet, but keep your eyes posted. Uh, we're going to have a crossover show with our Avalanche crew from the DNVR bar uh, sometime Tuesday night. Shooting for Seven Denver time, which is what eight o'clock, eight, eight o'clock here. here. Yep. So somewhere around there, we'll let you know. And then Tuesday or Wednesday, we'll have a post game show live from Denver. That that's going to be great. Be a lot of fun. I'm sure time. that uh, their studios are in the DNVR Sports Bar, and I'm sure opening night banner raising night. That's going to be, gonna be uh, it's going to be a fun time there, and hopefully they take it easy on us. And a preview to what's to come here at CHGO. That's the plan: is to eventually have a CHGO Sports Bar too. Yeah. It, where we'll have our studios there. You can come hang out with us during the games, and then we'll run upstairs and do a show when it's over. Uh, that's the ultimate plan. So yeah. uh, it's going to be awesome when we get that fully, fully realized. Uh, we should also mention the next tailgate, which is November 6th. Uh, yep. Bears, Dolphins, join us at the corner of Michigan and Roosevelt uh, for an amazing tailgate. I could not believe how well 
the first one went. It was just unbelievable. Okay. Had high expectations and then pulled up and looked at everything and said, okay, my my expectations are blown out of the water here. <laughs> just great. Food truck, booze, beers, uh, paps, waters, all that good stuff. <laughs> there were donuts. Later, pizza came. Awesome DJ. Live music. music great, fantastic games. DJ. Had people dancing. Uh, we had our Chi-Town cornhole bags out there. Just a wonderful time. Go to allchgo.com to get your tickets. A couple options are available. Uh, you can just buy a ticket to the tailgate. You can buy one that includes parking. You don't need a ticket to the Bears game to attend, but if you want one, make sure you check out the Game Time app uh, and the uh, any of our podcast descriptions. Use those links to get your tickets to Bears Dolphins, but it's going to be a great time November 6th. Join us out uh, right near Soldier Field. It's going to be a good time. And we've got, is it time for the play of the week? Play of the week. Sure. Let's Bears play this week, so it's play of the week time. Yes. Uh, here's the good part. Um, this will probably be our last football bet of the play of the week. And maybe maybe for the Super Bowl we'll do something. But That's a shame. This time next week, we'll actually be able to start making our plays of the week on actual NHL hockey games. Yes. yes. Which will be fun. Uh, but we're going to go back to the Bears game and um, – we're not going to be positive this week. Um, we were going to. We were. We were thinking of the under. We were riding that that Bears train for a while, and it is yeah. now pulled into the station. We were debating the under at forty four, but uh, we decided to go with a fun little prop bet, and that is for the Vikings to win every quarter at plus eight hundred. That yeah. is the points like bet. That's an exotic bet week. that I yeah. enjoy making. That doesn't mean leading the whole game. That means putting up more points than the Bears in all four quarters. Yes. Plus so 800. I think it can happen. So what happens if, like, it's 0-0 zero, zero after the first? You lose? You That's lose. over. Uh, the, bet, the bet's lost. You lose. Well, they you did know. not win. The, they did not win. Uh, well, it might be a push. I don't know if you lose it. Well, I think, well I think if no, they, yeah, the no, is, they, they would. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you would lose it. Yeah. That's yeah. All right, but anyway, we're still Because it has to be it. every quarter. But, yeah. I think it's a pretty decent bet. Yeah, this feels like an ass whooping coming. It does. Well, we we, we were talking about that earlier. Like this is the first game of the year where the bear we think the bears are going to get their butts kicked. I mean, we we talked ourselves into them being close in the Packer game, uh, and then the Texans and the Giants were like, yeah, they should probably beat those teams. Now we're like, oh, the Vikings are going to just crush them, which means the bears are going to win like twenty eight. I hope so. I hate the Vikings. <laughs> I with do a too. Fiery passion. Yeah, I, I, I'm all for bears upset. I just. That's that's what my heart says, but my wallet says bet against them. <laughs> they can run the ball and they can pass the ball, and the Bears can't really do either of those things, so it's a bad combo. It's tough they to can do barely football. snap the ball. Yeah, and if you thought this Thursday night game was bad, <laughs> wait till Bears Commanders, my friends. But Oof. good thing is that now Michael's going to quit. You you that <laughs> Thursday you'll be able to switch off around halftime and watch. Blackhawks nights that might not be much better, no, but no, no, we'll no. be up for a late night post game show. Yeah, uh, from home, from home. We'll be getting home that day, Thursday. Yeah, it's gonna be an interesting. So day. yeah, so schedule update. I know you just mentioned Wednesday for the season opener. Greg and I are here Saturday. Remember that game's been changed from seven to two p.m. So we'll be on around four thirty, four forty-five ish. Monday we are remote, uh, planning to go Tuesday live from Denver crossover show. Wednesday post game show from Denver. Thursday remote post game show from home. So we've got a lot going on. Saturday next another remote post game show from home. Yeah. After so the Sharks game. So yeah. And those are those are late night West Thursday, Coast. Thursday. Well, all, Wednesday, Thursday, and Saturday will be some late night games. Yeah. Yep. So. And since the late night games Thursday and Saturday, we're gonna be able to do them 
remotely, I will be sans pants. <laughs> I might do it now. I'm gonna be in bed. Blackhawks after dark. <laughs> yeah, let's let's do Saturday nights all from our bed. I love it. Yeah, <laughs> I love that. Get the flashlight. Like, get like a nightcap <laughs> and like you know look like Put the uh, sheet over your the night before Christmas. <laughs> yeah, you know, we got our little candles. It. Yeah, that's gonna be fun. I honestly, it is going to be a long year. It is going to be a year full of losses, but uh, we're gonna have fun. We're gonna find ways to make it entertaining. And if you want to get to the point where we watch the game so you don't have to, cool. Just make sure you're here with us after the game. And it's great to see, like I said before, you know, all the people in the in the chat right now uh, and everyone who's listening to the podcast, we see those numbers too and we appreciate you. Um, but just seeing the familiar faces, no matter what time of day, uh, we've got our loyal fans here and we greatly appreciate it. Make sure you smash that like button on the YouTubes. Make sure you're subscribed to the podcast wherever you listen, Spotify, Apple Pods, wherever. Make sure you're subscribed. All those great things we greatly appreciate. And if you're feeling frisky, a five-star Apple Podcast review would mean the world to us. We'd greatly appreciate that. And, of course, become a member at allchgo.com. Greg's history piece is coming out tomorrow. Our prospect report, the rebuild report, uh, came out today and will be out every week. And uh, come regular season, I'm going to start writing a long column uh, every week. So there's going to be tons of content coming your way uh, for an CHGO Blackhawks crew. So uh, before we wrap up, we want to thank Steven for running the show. Great job. Appreciate that. Long day for him. Yeah, man. Really long day. He's working his ass off here, doing a ton of stuff behind the scenes like so many of our producers uh, are doing here. And uh, for Greg and Mario, I'm Jay. We'll talk to you Saturday on the final preseason postgame show of the year. This has been the CHGO Blackhawks podcast.